YouTube.com slash Mayhew Mayhem. That's YouTube.com slash M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? I'm Dale. And also joining us is a man who will crash harder than Princess Diana after his first energy drink. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg. And tonight, we're also joined once again by everybody's favorite cock-juggling thundercunt. Hi, everyone. It's Raven. <laughs> uh, I got the reference of the movie, but I was not expecting that. That was actually quite mean, but fucking hilarious. Remember, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on iTunes. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. And once again, this week, we are begging you to reach deep, deep into your heart and pockets to get money so you can donate to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal to help us become a better show. We desperately need money. Anyway, just use the email address in the description, which, if you can't see, it is 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. Next time you're on Instagram, make sure to check out Poking the Fungus Photography. Follow them for some great photos, because she's responsible for my photo in the intro. The first topic of this episode is radical groups causing equal rights movements to become counterproductive. This has been something that has been going on for a long, long time. I mean, pretty much any sort of equal rights movement you can think of, there's always been radicals in said group who always seem to, like, you know, fuck it up for everybody else. Um, I think one of the best examples of this especially in more modern times is um the feminist movement because when the feminist movement was first started the whole thing was about equality in that and for the longest time that's what everybody was fighting for then about around the 60s or so a a fringe group of feminists began showing up who were more radical like they didn't think that there should be equality they began thinking that women should be treated better than men basically a reversal of how like the stere- of how it had been previously where men thought that they were better than women they thought women were better than men basically it was just the same same bullshit just a different side of it and uh i mean at first nobody really paid that much attention to them i mean they were like there and they made themselves known and they were kind of annoying but i mean not a lot of people paid much attention to them but slowly but surely even though to this day they are still in the minority they have become so loud and so vocal with their opinions that now they have almost completely ruined the like feminist movement because now everybody immediately assumes when you say feminist that's what you're thinking what you're talking about that you're not talking about somebody who wants equal rights for women you're talking about one of those like radical feminists who believe that women are better than men and in the end that just that hurts them in the long run because you know instead of people trying to help out the movement you're just turning away more people and if 
you keep reinforcing negative stereotypes, people are going to keep believing that the negative stereotypes are are the rule rather than the exception. You end up just uh, screwing yourselves in the long run. The one thing about feminists that really drives me nuts, the hardcore crazy ones, I don't understand what, like, you refuse to shave and shower? I don't understand what the fuck that accomplishes. I'm not going to shave because men expect us to shave. Well, it's kind of gross. <laughs> it's just, let, let's let's be honest. Men are supposed to be, like, hairy and gross. I mean, we're built to be fucking gross. I, I mean, if a man shaves, like, his armpits and his legs and shit, somebody's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because, I mean, men are naturally just supposed to be hairy and gross. I mean, women don't grow hair on their face. Well, some women do, but not all women grow, like, hair on their face. It's thick. Is what what men do and like hair on their chest and shit we're we're just built to be hairy and gross and most of us are hairy and gross i'm hairy and gross <laughs> but when women are like you know what we're better than men and we refuse to shave i'm like you, you you're basically saying you want to be a man because you want to be hairy and gross but what what does that accomplish i read something i don't even know if it actually happened but uh during the really hardcore time period of the that feminist movement uh, they were trying to get the way that the word woman is spelled changed. Oh, God. Yeah, women <laughs> with a Y. That is, like, one of the absolute most, like, butt-fuck retarded things I have ever heard in my life. Because it has the word man and men in it, depending on which way you're using it. I don't know I don't know if that actually happened, but I, I've read and, and heard about it. There are a lot of radical feminists, like, when they say women, they spell it with a Y instead of an E. I, I don't get that, but uh, one thing that cracks me up is when they have these hardcore uh, feminist uh, rallies and and uh, parades, stuff like that. You'll see some guy out there that has, like, some guy that's just being a jackass out there, and he'll have a sign, like, this is something stupid, like, get back in the kitchen. <laughs> it's shit like that, just because they're being so ridiculous that the only way you can counter that is by being, like, equally as ridiculous, but you're doing it to be funny. I always make jokes about uh, womanizing and, and stuff like that, that, you know, women aren't equal to men. You know, women belong in the kitchen. I always make jokes like that, but I, I don't believe that at all. I believe that uh, women are equal to men and should be equal to men. Uh, there are some jobs out there that, for the vast majority, women are more capable of than what men are, because naturally, for the majority, women are more nurturing and caring than what men are. Men, for the majority, are stronger than what women are so there's some jobs that are better suited for each sex i believe that uh men and women are equal but when you get the radical feminists and that are all crazy and shit i'm like what the fuck you're not helping <laughs> you're making yourself look bad and making everybody else that's uh part of your movement but not on the outside fringe look bad as well um i was going to talk about um eco-terrorism because i myself am kind of a eco-activist. I'm all about getting back to more natural ways of living instead of genetically modified food and all that stuff. But what scares me, for me personally, about eco-terrorism is like, if I go out there and say that I like trees, that makes people look at me like I, I might have a bomb and I'm going to try and try and hurt someone because they want to cut down my favorite tree or some shit. <laughs> no, it just makes you look like a tree hugger. <laughs> well, I kind of am. Sorry. I like trees, but I don't have a bomb, okay? 
Fair enough. Okay, so um, the, the the people inside of your group that make you look bad, basically. On the, the fringes of my group, not inside it, my group. Yeah, on the fringes. That's the the whole point. Right. The things that they do is is terrible, and it kind of like like you guys were saying with the feminism stuff, the fringe people. It kind of makes them look really bad because they're contradicting themselves. Like you're gonna you're gonna build a bomb because these people are gonna cut down this forest that you love. You're basically saying that the trees mean more to you than people because you're going to kill people for some trees. Yeah, right. those those people are fucked up. Like the uh, like the Earth Liberation Front. Those guys. Those guys are fucked up. So Raven, are you are you one of the the uh, chain yourself to a tree type people or what? I wouldn't. Uh, no, I wouldn't chain myself to a tree. But I did. <laughs> this is hilarious. When I was a kid, when I was in fifth grade, we went to this field trip to Fernwood Forest or something like that. And they gave us this little cutting. And this was the first time I learned that if you, like, certain trees, you can cut off, like, a twig and plant it, and it'll grow a whole other tree. Mm-hmm. Well, they gave us twig. We, they gave us each twigs, and we took them home, and I, I planted my tree, and it was my tree. My fucking tree. Loved it. One day I came home from school, and they were cutting down my fucking tree. I <laughs> protested my family, and I wouldn't speak to them for ages because they cut down my tree. So I didn't chain myself to the tree, and I didn't build a bomb, and I didn't harm anybody. But I did, I was very upset about my tree. But had you had you have learned that they were going to cut down your tree before they cut were cutting down your tree, you would have indeed chained yourself to it or built a pipe bomb. Is that what you're saying? You know, I'm not a <laughs> pipe bomb, but I may have like forcefully used my body as a weapon and and <laughs> as a as a barrier and kept them from my tree if I had known. Hardcore Christians, but that are also, uh, you know, really anti-gay because the Bible says, you know, like the Westboro Baptist Church, basically, pretty much. And um, like I said, a good example is that is uh, the one of the girls I work with. His uh, she is lesbian, and of course, she is married to another woman, and uh, they they got they have two kids together, and uh, actually through artificial insemination she's cool and everything i mean i've been over to her house you know one time i know her wife is she knows who we are whatever and uh one of the the higher ups that work with us and uh his wife is hardcore christian like that and uh she knows about it and she just straight up says like i do not like gays anything like that and uh i never asked her that but he was telling us about that because he knows she is and whatever he's like you know it says but the bible says to love that neighbor what if the neighbors are gay? You know, what are you going to do? And she's like, ah, well, you know, uh, but, yeah, <laughs> you know, and he's like, what happens if your own son turns out to be gay? And she's like, I, I still love him. Bible says, you know, all gays go to hell. That really leads us into the second topic, and that's how do you deal with uh, overly religious people, uh, people that are like that, uh, people that pick and choose which part of their beliefs to follow based on the situation? Like Dale's example of, you know, well, it says, you know, love thy neighbor. Well, what happens if thy neighbor's gay? Well, you, you hate thy neighbor because thy neighbor's gay. Uh, that doesn't make sense. You're contradicting yourself. So how do you deal with uh, people like that? I shut them out, to be honest with you. I try to ignore them the best I can. I don't mind religion at all. Do your thing. Don't care. Do not shove it down my throat. If I have a family, don't shove it down their throat. Anything like that. Let us be on our own way. Just leave us alone. I've dealt with some people like that. And, you know, I had, you know, a couple ladies who, you know, prior to me entering the service, 
uh, they did not like war. And I told them what branch, and I was like, you know, I was like, I'm joining the Navy. I'm going to be working on airplanes. I really won't see overseas anything like that. It won't be any really harm's way, nothing like that. And then they, here they are talking, you know, it's like, oh, you know, God do this, you know. You know, God will always have a plan. God, 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 God. And I was just like, whatever. And then, like, the next day they came by with a little Bible. And they even wrote a note that says, good luck in the army. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? It was like a little mini Bible. And it had, like, the army camouflage pattern and colors on it. <laughs> it's called a pocket, and, uh, pocket Bible. I have my beliefs. Um, I don't care what yours are because it's not going to affect me and nor am I going to judge you on your beliefs and I would I would like the same in return. I, I honestly I don't care what what religion you are. Even if you're a Scientologist, I don't even care. I may think you're insane for believing that, but if it makes you happy, cool. Because right. I'm, I'm not gonna convert to Scientology. Because it's not it's not my belief system. If you want to talk, if you want to have an educated conversation about religion, I'm down. But if you want to be like judgmental when we have said conversation, like, okay, well, you're Protestant. Well, I'm a Wiccan, and here's why your Protestant beliefs are wrong. No, that's not the type of conversation I want to have some with someone. I've had that conversation before. They're and they're like, "Well, you're you're Protestant," and I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Okay, well, blah 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 about how I'm wrong." And I'm like, eh, "I'm not having this conversation." <laughs> you know what? You believe what you believe. Totally fine with that. Because personally, I don't care. Uh, if you're happy, then that's all you know that matters as far as I'm concerned. I'm happy. Then why the fuck are you trying to cram this? Like, I'm not judging you. Why are you trying to judge me? I've been preached at plenty of times. Um, I've been preached at by, uh, especially, uh, <laughs> I've had Catholics go pretty hard at me. Uh, nothing against Catholicism, but goddamn, is that a cult? <laughs> it, it really is, if you look at some of the shit that they do. But uh, Catholics and, Prot and, and Protestants go way back, if you know anything about that. And they're like, you're Protestant, and here's why you're going to hell. <laughs> and I'm like, um, you do realize that... Uh, <laughs> We believe in the same God, right? <laughs> you you do realize that. I love how they contradict themselves. Oh, you're not it. supposed to judge others, but damn it, you're going to hell just because you're a different religion than me. Yeah, I, I love it when it's different branches of the same religion that go against each other, even though they believe in the same things, uh, more or less. The way I deal with it, uh, Dale said basically he just ignores them, and my theory on it is my beliefs are my beliefs, your beliefs are not going to affect my beliefs. So I don't want your beliefs to be crammed down my throat. I'm not going to cram mine down your throat. So return the favor. But if you want to have an educated uh, conversation about religion and not be judgmental, I'm down. The people Dale were talking about, they were all against war. I think you should ask them about the fucking Crusades. But I'm along the same lines as Dale. As I, I, I try to distance myself from people like that, and it's hard for me because I do have some family members that are very religious and love to try to get me on their uh, thought train there. The thing about being a universalist, which is what I am, is that I, like Mike, am very non-judgmental and very respectful of other people's beliefs, and I'm more than willing to have a conversation about them. But if any sort of judgment leaks into the conversation, I have to shut them out because I'm the least judgmental person 
I, I'm open to hearing everything. I'm open to discovering new things. But just like Mike, you're not going to change my mind about how I feel, and I have no desire to change your mind on anything either. So the, the whole idea of arguing about it to me is completely ridiculous. And one of the things about me is that I don't have any beliefs. I mean, there are things that I believe, but I don't close my mind off to anything. When you decide that you believe something and you stick to it, I think that a little bit closes your mind off to discovering anything new or even maybe even understanding other people's point of view. Because just because you understand someone's point of view doesn't mean that you suddenly believe what they believe. Just understanding and being respectful is what I'm trying to get at. As a universalist myself, I don't try to get other people to be a universalist. I'm not trying to convert anybody to my religion because universalism itself is not a religion. It's a gathering of all religions. I believe in a higher power, but I don't I don't necessarily believe that heaven or hell or any of that stuff. I just believe that there is a higher power and we're human beings. We're not meant to understand that higher power and we're not going to, no matter how much we argue about it. Real quick, I, I always take uh, cracks at Catholicism and I, I got to address that. I think Catholicism is a cult uh, because of some of the things they do. Do I judge people that are Catholic? No. Catholicism I just believe that some of the stuff they do is very cult-esque. I have, like, never actually had, like, and I'm lucky about this, but I've never, at least not that I can remember, have had, like, hardcore fundamentalist religious people, like, shove their beliefs down my throat, at least not directly at me. I've had it indirectly and I've been surrounded by that mindset of people, um, especially for the last few years, because I've been going to college at Franciscan University of Steubenville because my dad works there, so I could I get to go there for free. So it's like, okay. Um, and I mean, it's it's a nice campus, and I've made a lot of really good friends there. Agnostic is like neutral ground, right? Yeah, you believe that there is an equal possibility that there may or may not be a god. Here's another thing. I I honestly, like, I don't have any problems with most religions, but Scientology is one of the few that I absolutely, like, straight up hate. I don't hate most of the people who belong to it, because most of the people who are part of the religion are actually pretty ignorant about what the religion actually believes in. They don't actually learn what the uh, uh, what the tenets of the religion are until they uh, reach a certain quote unquote rank in the religion, like which you can only get by uh, doing by attending a certain number of meetings within the uh, religion a and of money, I'm guessing yeah, and giving them a certain amount of money, and uh, so most of them are pretty ignorant. So I don't really fault them for that. What I fault is the fact that the people who run that shit are some of the most manipulative, evil motherfuckers out there. Like, I am not kidding. Once you join, you cannot get out. And there have been people who've had to go into witness protection programs or change their names when they tried to when they uh, left Scientology so that way they wouldn't get, like, attacked by these people. Go to Wikipedia or Google and look up Operation Snow White. They basically infiltrated the United States government and tried to purge the criminal records of several members of the uh, Church of Scientology. Holy crap. What about Katie Holmes? She got out of it. She divorced, Tom, what's his name, Tom Cruise? Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, look what. But uh, has she had a career after that? No, they she, no, they didn't. She really no, didn't. No, yeah, that's she, the thing. I mean, they if know. if they can't, um, yeah. that's another thing. Like, uh, one of the main tenets of Scientology is that if anybody criticizes it, um, L. Ron Hubbard, the guy who founded it, basically said, "You can do whatever you, you whatever you want to like uh, silence the people who are criticizing it, even if you have to like uh, use." libel or slander or um uh even various illegal methods to uh silence them it's uh, all fair game yeah it's fucked up so we talked about religion and everything being uh everyone being judgmental judging each other based on their religious beliefs or their lack thereof religious beliefs one thing that a lot of people that really have strong feelings about let's just talk about the stereotype that uh that comes with body art whether it's tattoos or piercings, any any sort of body modification, the stereotype that comes with it. Dale, you are new to the world of uh, body art. Have never have you ever had your ears pierced at, at ever at any point? No. No. Okay. No. So you. I've never had anything pierced. I thought maybe back in your day, your your blonde days, that you might have had like an ear pierced or something. But fuck no, my dad would have like ripped it out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you're new to the world of uh, body modification. So you probably really haven't experienced on a personal level the uh, the stereotypes that people believe um, based on the fact that you have a tattoo. So we won't let you go first. We'll let you listen to everybody else. Someone like mowing a lawn somewhere or something? No, I think somebody either fell asleep or uh, they're rubbing something on their microphone. No, it sounds like, in the background, it sounds like there's like a lawnmower. That might be my fan. I don't hear anything. I hear it. Here, let me turn my fan off, see if... Uh, okay, I turned my fan off. Do you still hear it? Yes. Oh, it's getting cold. Okay, well then, it's not my fan. It's It's, it's something else. Dale, you got a fan on or something? Indeed, I do. Turn your fan off, and let's see if that was it. And if it's not, you can turn it back on. That's not that's not my fan because I hear it. God damn it! No one's lighting up when this. I hear the sound. Raven, you got like a vibrator going or anything? No. <laughs> she was like, I don't even have one of those, so there. Dale, bust out your credit card. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them. They desensitize you. Greg's like, not through my experience. That's funny as fuck. He was like, hmm. <laughs> okay, so somebody talk on this body modification, uh, the stereotype that comes with body modification. <laughs> my parents disowned me. <laughs> I don't have any tattoos or piercings or anything, though I have thought of getting them. But I have noticed several times, like, whenever I've gone out, uh, especially if I'm with my parents and my mom sees uh, somebody with, like, a lot of tattoos, or they see people with, like, gauges, like what you have, uh, Mike, she, like... <clears throat> I don't have gauges well, anymore. Uh, well, when you used to, like, she, uh, she would go on and on about how she can't understand why people would do that to their body because she's like, it's there permanently. Why would you do that? And it's like, well, okay. First of all, it's because it's their body, okay? 
they should be able to do whatever they want with their body. Second of all, why do you care? It's not like it's affecting you in any way. It's just a piece of art or a hole in their body. Why do you have to make a big deal out of something that's not that big of a deal? Yeah, it looks it looks weird to you because that's not the norm for you. But, you know, uh, it is the norm for other people. So, I mean, obviously I don't say it like that to her, but... Um, <laughs> He's like, I don't want my ass beat, so I don't exactly say it like that. I'm not like, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Just like... With the first topic, with fringe groups fucking things up, people, I, I had my ears gauged to three-fourths of an inch. People that have, like, dinner plates in their ears, I think, are ridiculous, and, and they make the rest of us look bad because they want to be able to eat off the plate that they can store in their ear. Yeah. That's cool that they want to do that. That's whatever. It makes them happy. I personally, even though I'm inside of the community, I believe that then people being on the fringe that they are make kind of all of us look bad to the to the general public, if, if you will. <clears throat> And then the people that go a little over top with uh, the tattoos, you want to get your entire body tattooed as one big puzzle. That's stupid in my opinion, but if you're happy, cool, whatever. But the rest of us that have tattoos, you know, the general public <laughs> judges us based off of what you look like. I'm a very, very strong believer. And uh, if you're going to get something tattooed on your body, that it better mean something to you. People that go in and they're like, and that right there on the wall looks sweet. Give me that uh, that nautical star and that tribal piece. I want them done together. I'm like, what, is it, what, what does that mean to you? At one point in time, I had seven piercings and the total of three tattoos. Now I currently have zero piercings and still three tattoos. So, uh, through all this modification, clearly I dealt with a lot of people. They're like, oh my god, this dude's got dead twos, he's got a couple piercings in his lips, his ears are gauged. Clearly, what that means is that he sacrifices goats and worships, uh, worships the devil. And I'm <laughs> like, um, what? <laughs> um, I haven't really had anybody question me or, or you know stereotype me other than just the snide comment of how how do you expect to get a job when you're covered in tattoos and the thing is I'm not really covered like I have a few that show like in summertime like the one on my ankle and the one on my foot um I get that a lot like how do you expect to get a good job when you have tattoos and I'm like do you know how many cops and Mm -hmm. doctors and lawyers have tattoos you just don't see them because they're in uniform it's called sleeves motherfucker and the one on my hand, too, because it's always out. Oh, yeah. My mom was really upset about the one on my hand because she had one in her hand. It was one of those blue ink homemade in the in the 80s kind <laughs> of tattoo. And she went to have it removed and with, a, you know, the laser removal thing that they have. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad because they tell you right off the bat that blue ink is the hardest to get rid of. And especially that, like that homemade tattoo. She has such a bad scar on her hand now. And those sessions were really terrible and painful for her. So when I got a tattoo on my hand, she was really upset with me. But I have a job. so And I have a job in the health field. And my tattoos show every day. And nobody really seems to mind. And my, and my hair, too. I consider my hair, my dreadlocks, to be a form of body art. Because um, it's not very common, obviously, especially for white folks 
but they asked me, you know, how do you play a job with your hair like that? I'm it like, is okay. it is actually very common, depending on where you live. But uh, but go on. But yeah, I mean, people ask me that all the time. Like, how do you how do you get a job with hair like that? And I'm like, I don't know. I have had a job for eight years. Like, if anyone brought it up to me in a job interview about my hair, I would say, you know, would you would you look down on my hair being this way if my skin were a different color? That's <laughs> not really fair, is it? Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Race card, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So when I got my tattoo, my mom did not like it. She encouraged me to get a tattoo. But when she saw my Grim Reaper on my arm, she didn't like it. And uh, when she uh, saw that I was basically wanted a scenario between life and death and the equal balances in between them because neither <clears throat> pretty much life is not certain. But I mean... But we don't know when we're going to die. So it's like an equal kind of thing. If you know what I mean. And uh, she didn't like the Green Bird. She's like, Angel, yes. Green Bird, no. So, and now apparently my family thought I was like suicidal and stuff like that. So I just wanted to share that because I didn't answer. Well, you were too busy no. eating. And you could have interjected at any point in time, you dick face. No, you're a dick face. <laughs> no, Greg's a dick face. I wish there was a dick yeah, in my face. Yeah, I am. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 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 the, that, out. that was just a joke okay and buzzkill tells <laughs> like and I'm flaccid I don't even know what that means <laughs> means you're not hard <laughs> Greg's like are you fucking stupid hey <laughs> I am not stupid that does it for another episode of 30 minutes of ma'am I have been your host my name is Michael Mayhew and I have been here with my co-hosts Dale. Greg. Raven. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, download an episode, and take it with you on the go. Donate to us on PayPal, please, if you will. And next time you're on Instagram, check out Poking the Fungus Photography. And that is the end of this episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. And later, fellas. <laughs>